Hello and welcome to another episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from Eastlake Tri-Cities Church in Richland, Washington. My name is Brent. With me is my friend, Megan. Hello. How's things going? They're good. Yeah? I'm a little a sleepy. Good, little I got sleepy? an extra caffeine on I my see way here. You got some, uh, some <laughs> stopped eye and got some McDonald's. Uh, I didn't go to bed on time. Uh, I could give you a bunch of excuses, but I'm not up, going to. You were up watching the Oscars, weren't you? Sure wasn't. You were. But my st- all my students were talking about you it You were today. watching it on Twitter, at least, because who wasn't? Uh, I wasn't. Come on now. No, I wasn't watching it live either. I, all of a sudden, I got massive text messages from just a bunch of my funny friends who were like, you know, to sending me memes, and they're yeah. like, I don't understand this meme, so I need, probably need to like go yeah. on Twitter and be like, what's trending? And it was like, real quickly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Will Smith, what's happening? Yeah, I'm pretty sure my cynical guess is it's a publicity stunt. <laughs> Maybe. Man, it looked really real, though, didn't it? I mean, you guys I are watching watch this the on actual Wednesday. Video, you guys but... are listening to this on Wednesday. So this is all fresh within like six hours, 10 hours for yeah. us. I've only seen stills at this point. I haven't actually gone more back and hours. watched the, the video. Um, it happened last night, so <laughs> yeah, that's way like more than six hours. Closer but... to 24. But... Um, much closer to 24. <laughs> It, even though it feels like I spent about six hours researching what happened. Uh, did you find the live feed? with? Uh, no, with... I haven't watched that yet, but my, my students all filled me in. They were all abuzz about it. Um, so, yeah, I heard, it is I heard about it. The wildest thing I've seen on live television, maybe ever. Yeah. Maybe ever. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> One of my students said that Will was laughing at first, and then he saw Jada, and then he stopped laughing, he and totally he smacked was. him. He laughed at the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Thought it was funny. Then and looked at his wife. She, and she did not think it was funny. Yeah. That was that was very clear. Yeah. Then he walks up, knocks him, I mean, almost out. Like, oh, really? A really, it was open-handed. Yeah. But it was, uh, uh, he did not see it coming. It, and then he walked back, and then he walked back to his seat <laughs> and sat down. Oh, I didn't, he wasn't up there with chris rock at first no got it okay i got it that my kids left that part out he sat down <laughs> was not escorted out and the show went on what and then it was 100 percent stunt. yeah because didn't he win like best it is not a publicity stunt. oh it 100 percent was all right i <laughs> would love to bet what are you drinking right there is that a diet, coke? diet coke yeah okay. uh a six pack of diet coke uh i'll take coke zero Prefer yeah coke uh-huh, zero uh-huh. Uh, on whether a week from now we come back to this and this was a publicity or stunt or not. How will we know? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, if it's a PR stunt, there's going to be some sort of a, like, what are they going to, they're going to be selling something or moving to it. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're doing a movie together. That's true. Like okay, that. okay. Like, we're going to know in, in like, a week or so. <laughs> that was all fake. It yeah. Was, like, Why sounds. wouldn't they escort him out if it wasn't fake? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's the big thing. He just physically assaulted someone. Yes, on live television. (laughs) There's no getting out of that. I know. And he did. (laughs) It's crazy. It's it's so it's it's really Yeah, and why wouldn't Chris Rock press charges or be like, um, excuse me, you need to like leave. Uh, and the memes that followed were just uh, hilariously classic are. of, yeah. you know, this is probably why his mom sent him out of college. Yeah, they're like, this is how you have to this leave West leave Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh. I, I follow uh, one of the impractical jokers, mm-hmm. and and one of them posted a meme of uh, of them on their headsets saying, "Okay, now go up and slap Chris Rock." Exactly, in the face. exactly. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> and then he does it, and they're just die. It's yeah. so funny. It was great. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It was a, it was a wild night. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. It was very entertaining for a Sunday night. So. Yeah. 
It was probably the most entertaining thing that's happened at the Oscars since I don't know the inception of the Oscars. <laughs> um, and well, uh, what about when they accidentally when they accidentally like uh, gave the award to the wrong? That was pretty bad too. Yeah, yeah. They're like coming up. They're like nobody's watching this anymore. What do we got to do? We need to put scandal. We have to add violence and scandal. Yeah. <laughs> It's so crazy. Uh, I still uh, didn't watch it. How was your weekend? It was good. Yeah? Do anything fun? Uh, my mom uh, has a friend from college who uh, does quilting at a, as a hobby, and now she sells thread. And the Tri-Cities quilt show was this weekend. Nice. And so she comes and stays with my parents. Where does one hold a quilt show? At the convention center by the Toyota Center. Oh, so that's big then. Yeah, it's huge. Okay, great. Um, it's like the, so it's like their quilting guild, which is like... And it's basically a quilting club. And there's tons of them all over everywhere. Um, and my mom's friend owns a business called Threadmonger, and she sells thread for quilts. This sounds more in, like Threadmonger and guilds. Sounds like uh, I'm talking about video games. I mean, maybe, yeah. Uh, not quilts. And yeah, but quilts is kind of, I think they have like a, it's like an ancient trade or whatever. Kind of like doing that kind of thing is yeah. more. So I think they use that language on purpose. But. Um, I went, I didn't go to the actual show. My mom goes and helps my, her friend. Um, but I went and helped them clean up and they still had some of the quilts hanging up because the quilting guild, they will like hang their, they'll have like a theme and then they'll hang quilts that they make for the show. Yeah. And, um, I, the and couple, what do they call the hooks that they hang them on? There's probably some. There like, probably is a name, but yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, the diamond chassis. <laughs> uh, they. Uh... No. Um, but <laughs> there were some really cool ones. Like my mom showed me some. They had like metallic thread and they looked. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but they were. Are they selling them or just showing them that I'm cooler at this than you are? I think it's just showing for oh, okay. the most part. I don't think they're selling. Maybe they are. I'm not Kinda positive. Like a car though. show, but like this. Yeah, a little bit, but with yeah. quilts. Yeah. Um, and there's like a first prize, and there's like different categories. It's like a county fair, but just what for quilts. What would be the first prize for the most creative quilt? Um, I don't a, know a if gift, it's monetary. A gift card to Joanne Fabrics. I'm what not sure. I mean, maybe I don't know, but. I mean, most, like, serious quilters honestly don't. I mean, maybe they go to Joanne's, but they also get fabric, like, at quilt shows from, like, vendors. Yeah. And, or, like, yeah. Quilting is, it's a whole yeah. crazy thing. But my mom's friend, Judy, who Maybe was, first prize should be, like, here's a friend. <laughs> they have friends. They're, they're in a guild, Brent. <laughs> they have okay. other friends who quilt. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, here's a friend who just doesn't quilt but really thinks you're cool. <laughs> they they're not like abnormal people. I know. Um but I don't yeah. think any of them are listening to this. So I well, can I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe my mom's friend Judy. Maybe your mom. But... Hi Julie. <laughs> Judy. Judy. I said that I just have an accent, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, but she um she the quilt that is currently on my bed, I sleep with it pretty much every night. We have a quilt is from on her. uh on our bed that my wife's grandma made. Yeah. Uh, for us, uh, for our wedding, and it's like that's our bedroom quilt. Yeah, it's yeah. So it's pretty great. It's fun. She makes my mom like table runners all the time, and like placemats and all sorts of other things. Fun. So, yeah. So you were there till two a.m. No, and then you <laughs> left there and went to uh, Joker's. Where'd you go after that? <laughs> where does where does quilting? Where's the post after party uh, for the quilters? I mean, no. Um, <laughs> just like went back to my parents' house oh, for okay. dinner. Um, <laughs> dinner at 2 a.m.? No, God, not at 2 a.m. Megan. Wasn't that late, Brent? Burning the candle, both ends. <laughs> it was at like 6.30 or 7. No. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, 
So got to see her. It's been like two or three years since I've seen her. I joke, of COVID. Um, but I did yard work like an old man all weekend. <laughs> so like I have nothing to, I have nothing to say other than uh, yeah, I put Casseron mm-hmm. down and and sprayed my. What weeds. is Casseron? Ah, like prevents weeds in your uh, rock okay. beds. Okay. And uh, the bees are back. We got more bees Uh-oh. again this year already. Just a big. Is there like buzz. things you can do to like prevent them from creating the nest? Well, yeah, except. Uh, it's there's so many now. It's too hard to get. It's too uh, hard to get close. Okay. And so, and Clive just throws rocks at them from oh a distance. Uh, so then I really can't get close because they're just pissed. You know that kind of thing. So it's he would. It's an adventure. It's a lot of fun. Uh, that kid lives on the time. edge. He does. He does. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Pretty chill. Pretty chill weekend. Yeah, that's cool. I got a pretty fabulous backhanded compliment from a high schooler last Friday. Oh, awesome. What yeah. was it about? So How did it go? They were some kids who I didn't think liked me, but apparently kind of do. Um, came and ate lunch in my class. I think the class they normally eat in was full, and they were like, oh, we'll just go to Ms. Bojan's classroom. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, and they were uh, talking crap about other teachers, as they do. Um, and then <laughs> one of them goes, they're like, oh, well, you're okay, Miss Bojan. I was like, okay, thanks. Um, and then <laughs> go on. And then she goes, you're really cute when you're not annoying. <laughs> and I was like, and this is a 15-year-old, 16-year-old. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. All righty. I think that's supposed to be a compliment, but yeah, okay. Take it as one. Absolutely. She meant like the things I, the weird, ridiculous things I do are cute when they're not annoying. And I was like, alrighty. I guess yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> My Zags lost over the weekend. I know. I thought about you. Yeah, you did, huh? Yeah. I mean, I actually didn't look it up until like Saturday, but I when I saw that they lost, I thought about you. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. It was a rough Thursday night. Then I talked to Lauren. I was questioning my existence, all of the things. <laughs> I talked to Lauren, and she said she was like in your presence on Thursday night. Uh, I had to go to the church. Yeah, Kylie yeah. was here with the kids, <laughs> and I was at home by myself, and I'm like, I, it's not a good time to be alone, so I need to... <laughs> I need to go in the presence of people for a little bit. So I hung out in the <laughs> office. And then uh, Phil, one of our, our media guys, came yeah. in and knocked on the door. And he's like, he's like, oh, don't tell me about the game. Don't tell me about the game. I, I'm heading home to watch it on DVR. And I said, don't waste your time, Phil. No, <laughs> you I told him about- I didn't, okay, I didn't good. say that. I said, oh, well, yeah, it's a, it's a good one, you know. <laughs> and, and he goes, I could tell. He, said, he talked to me on Sunday. He's yeah. like, I could tell something was wrong. Something was <laughs> off. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> The fact that there were like holes in all of the walls yeah. from punched looked like somebody had punched something, gotten angry. Um and uh cinder block walls, so that's yeah. really Yeah, impressive. that's impressive. Yeah, it's really yeah. impressive. Yeah, What's had, even more impressive is your hands don't show the No, I I was in the hospital until Saturday. So You're full of crap. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I am. Yep. Good. Uh, yeah. Hey, Sunday we, we started kicked yeah. off a brand new series. We called it Paper Walls. We're talking about excuses, as opposed uh, to cinder block walls. Yes, as a, mm-hmm. yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. You snuck that one in on me. All right. Uh, we're talking about excuses and how oftentimes we are creative in how we communicate our excuses. We dress them up as reasons and try and pass them off as. As uh, well, here's why, of mm-hmm. course, and and uh, you know, I I, I, lo- I we limit ourselves to things. We we uh, don't we aren't as aggressive as we ought to be. Sometimes we we don't. And and I said that's going to be true for reaching life goals, but it can also be true in following Jesus and His invitation to live a certain way of doing life. 
especially in the area that we said of of loving people who are nothing like you and and praying for enemies and all that kind of stuff that's that can be one of those things that we respond immediately with oh, well that would be nice except like you don't know this person except Jesus like he is a really awful person uh or whatever and we create these paper walls and instead i think that uh we, we when we do that we're only damaging ourselves and our opportunities and and inhibiting our ability to follow Christ so for sure. Moving forward with that, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, 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 reading through the Old Testament and uh, like a little bit of a reading challenge with John, who he didn't know I was going to talk about that on Sunday. <laughs> he took it well because I listened to the second service. He did. And, and I had, he like answered you at one point. You said something to him and he was like, oh, yeah, I heard like yeah, I kind of heard. Yeah, him. I've got to tell him to be quiet. Stop talking in church for sure. <laughs> you asked him a direct question. Well, <laughs> he needs to know that that's rhetorical. And uh, <laughs> the book, because I had a couple people come up also, afterwards. Also, Brian McDowell thought that part was really funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had a couple people come up afterwards and ask me about it. It's Robert Alter's uh, The Hebrew Bible. It's called The Hebrew Bible Translation by Robert Alter with a bunch of commentary. It's fairly expensive on Amazon, but again, it looks fantastic on a bookshelf. So yeah. even if you just put it up there and never read it, you look <laughs> crazy smart. But I do recommend that you actually do read it. Uh-huh. It's a really great translation. So. Uh, and then we focus a little bit on on the book of Hebrews and some of the stuff that uh, shows up in chapter 12 right at the very beginning and uh, running races and sh- uh, putting off anything that hinders you and, and running the race that's been marked out for us and fixing our eyes upon Jesus. Um, it was kind of ironic because it was also a weekend in which the uh, Badger Mountain Challenge was happening. Oh, I, did. I wasn't aware that was this past weekend. And I have a friend who uh, used to attend. He's like, hasn't been for a while, but. Uh, I do follow him on on Instagram, and he was doing the fifty mile. Challenge. Ooh, that's the lot. That's the. It's not oh, the biggest one. It's they not do a hundred mile okay. one as well, which is absolutely insane. What's fifty miles? Is candy badger? You know, I think you just run to Yakima and back. Okay. I don't even know what no, it is. It's that's not more that than far. fifty miles. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm exaggerating, but that's what it probably feels like when you're yeah. doing it. Um, and I didn't even know this guy was a runner. Like he's fit. Like he's a physical, physical, you know, physically fit person, but. Um, like fifty miles is like you That's have a to long you time. have to be training yeah. for that, or else your body just does not function. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, and uh, his wife was there, like filming him halfway along the way, and and it was it was really cool. I was I was proud of him. And then we have another group of people, um, who I do sometimes run with, uh, Dave in the church and and his wife, um, uh, Dave and Tammy, and uh, they're like, hey, this one's only. 10k or something like that and i was like yeah but is it still up the mountain yeah it is and it is and then i was like oh man see i just don't do hills <laughs> so or running or all of the things all of the so things. to throw off everything that hinders would have been um that's that's too much like physically a part of me <laughs> it's not just not running in jeans it's just that's not happening um, uh, to go and do that. Yeah, so that, kudos to all of those who, know, who were able impressive. to make that happen, or maybe uh, you were up there watching some of that this weekend. Um, but uh, you ever done a, a race of any sort, five k no. or ten k or anything? I am also not a runner. Are you a fun run person? No. Do you, would you do a, a fun run walk thing? Yeah, probably a walk. Okay, I walk a lot. Yeah, I think there's I think there's one coming up soon for something. Oh Hold gosh. on, wait. This Hold feels on. like a setup. I'm. Just- <laughs> You setting well, me lo up. Lo and behold, <laughs> you totally setting me Megan, up. Megan, <laughs> there's a Young Life Fun Run happening <laughs> on the, April 16th. That's only three sat two Saturdays oh, from now. Oh my gosh! Shall I sign you up on this form? 
Guys, uh, I if you think that Megan <laughs> should join me on a fun run, I don't. Are even you know doing that, it? I don't even know that I'm doing it. It's on our calendar, uh, so apparently either Kylie signed me up or I signed up, and I don't remember doing that. <laughs> uh, I know no details about it. I know it's before Easter. Yeah, that's the Saturday um, before oh, Easter. Oh, see, I would love to do it, but I just don't want to be. It's a great excuse. In a spot where I'm not ready to talk on Sunday for Easter for a, like 5K <laughs> fun run that you can walk the whole thing. Well, uh, 5K is like three all miles. Right, all right. Megan's doing it. Brent's doing it. I'll get details. What, t- what time in the morning? I don't know is anything it? about it. Here's Megan. the thing: Saturday is literally my only day I can ever sleep in at all. Okay. So, what does sleeping in mean to you? Like uh, eight. On a Saturday, you sleep until eight. Yeah. What if I told you it was after eight o'clock? Yeah, but uh, I'll think about it. I'm I'm pulling it up right now. <laughs> As we're doing this. It's at eight. I'm gonna give you a lot eight. of excuses. It's at eight oh five. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's at eight oh five. That doesn't count. <laughs> You're gonna have to leave a little early, but um, oh, dang, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when it is. There's, okay. there's, there's the last year's events on there, but not this year's. So. Interesting. It's coming up. Well, is it? It's a fundraiser. I'm assuming for Young Life. It is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You can have people donate per per mile per okay. step per um. Step. Per calorie do you, that is cal- going to be burned. Do you like track your pedometer? Is that how they do you the could. steps? You is could. That... Do you have a? Do you have a? But like a. Like, I have a smartwatch. Oh, does it ever buzz in to be like, "Hey, looks like you're working out." My, no, it doesn't mine, buzz me. Mine's so annoying. I'll be like walking can... from my couch to the fridge, and I'll be like, "Hey, it looks like you're working out." I'm like, "Oh God, this looks like I'm working out." Oh mine doesn't gosh. buzz and tell me those things, but like I will get workout minutes for doing stuff. If I'm like. This is how I know I can trick it. Uh, anyway, you trick your uh, for sure. I'm like, how can I? How can I close it? the circles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I'm like putting lotion on my hands and I walk up my spiral staircase, it thinks I am. It's like that's like exercise minutes. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> gotta close them circles. Uh... <laughs> we got sidetracked. Uh, we did uh, from what we were talking about on Sunday. I had to. Pull you in, rope you into the the uh, running the race and and the thing that the race that we're gonna do next. That was Saturday. a really long preamble what, to things? asking me to do a fun run. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, I knew if I just came out and right out and asked you, you'd say no. I had to I had to lead you in a little bit longer. Uh, what you're gonna ask me? What are some? Yeah, things? what were okay. some of your takeaways? You got some um, notes there. I do have some notes. I first of all, I just love how like unapologetically human the people are in the old testament oh yeah for sure it's, Aaron. Like, it's my just like all of them yeah. like all of the all of the main characters in the old testament are just so unapologetically human and i think it's like it's so refreshing to me because like god obviously loves them like both because of it and despite it right like yeah. like i love you because you are this way and i love you despite the fact that you're this way yeah. uh and I, like it's just a constant reminder of how i don't know how great that is and like we don't have to be anything other than human to be loved by god and to be cared for by him and to be thought of by him and like the old testament is such a like distinct reminder of that every time Uh, that's why i love jonah he's like my favorite you're a teacher so i'm sure you've heard all of the excuses in the book oh my god Uh, today i and you say i here's what i want you to do i want you literally today i said to a kid i was like that's a great excuse yeah i want you to say it again out loud and listen to yourself into what you're telling me (laughs) you're telling me you threw a bunch of gold in the fire and out came a calf yeah 
it just formed by itself. That's what you want. That's what you want me yeah. to believe at this yeah. point, right? I, and I love that. Yeah, because it's yeah. It's I had a hilarious. kid come in late, and they were like, well, "See, what happened was I needed." See, and I was like, "Oh, need." I was yeah. like, "That's a strong word. Like you made a choice too." Right. <laughs> you said that's an excuse dressed up as a reason. Yeah, I didn't say that, but and I learned that from my church. I did church. kind of think that. Yeah. See, <laughs> you know what I think of? I yeah. made my son toast this morning. I pulled out the bread bag and I took off the bread clip. And you thought about? And I thought about your thing from last week. I was like, I know where this comes from. That's yeah, great. come on. Yeah, yep. There you go. Apparently, Brienne texted me, and apparently, two of her cousins worked at that factory. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right, so, what else you got? Um, we're really distractible today. It's good. It's good. Um, the other thing was, um, oh, the you were talking about like perseverance at the end of the talk, and um, now I don't remember your words for it, but uh, and I was thinking about how sometimes, like, if you're able to, or like if you haven't really been traumatized by a system that is wrong, like part of having the faith and staying the course and like running the race is staying in and like helping that system to like let go of the hindrances. Yep. And like I, and also like that running the race and dropping the hindrances to me is like, are we, are we racing towards being more loving, being like bringing justice, like having mercy, bringing grace, like, those are the things we should be running towards. Um, not and like letting like God and letting Christ use our like laser focus on that to like bring people to him and like gather people around us because of our like absolute perseverance towards being more loving and being more just and being more kind. Yep. So that's Good. what I was thinking of. I like it. I like it. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty short series. Um, we're still trying to work out some things on on uh, leading up to Easter, but uh, I, I, you know, we're never short on excuses. So there's going to be plenty of material to draw from <laughs> to be able to do it. I did find it mildly ironic because we went and played tennis yesterday uh, in the afternoon after church uh, with my sister in law, uh, who just bought a new car, and uh, with uh, with her brother in law, and she goes, "I know you were talking about me." <laughs> And I was like, no, no, I wasn't. But that is a really nice new car that you definitely needed that third row for both kids you have. So uh, uh, it was, yeah. it was, it was. That's mildly, a favorite of yours. Funny. You've used that I've used before. that several times. I think yeah. it's just always a good one because it just keeps happening. Like, yeah. I'll talk about it. And then uh, like people will be like, and it just, it resonates because everybody's heard that same line. And yeah. It's such an easy one to read through and be like, yeah. I mean, you could, it's okay. Just, yeah. You can just say you, you can want just that. just say you want that. Yeah. I talked to, um. Uh, Chris Pitzer after service uh, in the lobby, and we have a mutual friend who, uh, well, I wouldn't call him uh, uh, like a, a mutual friend. He is uh, much older than us and much, much, much more wealthy than us. Uh-huh. Uh, but they go down there and stay at his house for spring training. It's a really nice house. They have a house here and a house in Phoenix. They're one of those people, yeah, right? Uh-huh. And the house in Phoenix is just unbelievable. And mm-hmm. he's a car collector, and so he just buys. And he goes, I, that guy, um, w- the nice thing about him is when you ask him, why did you get that or whatever, he'll just tell you, I saw it and I wanted it. Yeah. He's like, at some point you get to the wealth, your wealth hits a point where it's you easier to You don't have to, to justify like, it. Yeah. yeah, like, uh, I, yeah. I don't need to try and tell you. 
why I bought I, this. I bought it because I wanted It's to. blue. Yeah. I wanted a blue one. <laughs> I have a red one and a white one. I wanted an American flag. I want the, the whole collection. Um, to which, at least you're honest with yourself again. Like, yeah. Let's deal with honesty, and then we'll, we'll move forward from there. And then we can talk. Then we can have real conversations of, do you need a red one and a blue yeah. one and a white one? Well, and if you're really self-aware, you're like, no, I don't. I don't. But I I got it anyway. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yep. I, I wipe my butt with hundred dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. So, um. Anyways, good. Anything uh, else? You know, I'm good. All right, let's jump into our something interesting. Let's do it. I opened up, so you get to go first. For sure. Um, a few weeks ago, I listened to an episode of Radio Lab, which, as you all, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, and they did it. An episode was called "The Helen Keller Exorcism," and um, it was like an interview with a deafblind woman who is an author. She writes like uh, fantasy, uh, fantasy fiction, and her name is um, Elsa. Oh, I can't say her last name. It's like some sort of Scandinavian last name it starts with an S. Um, and it was really interesting to like learn more about Helen Keller because I think she, like through history and media, has really been painted into just like the miracle worker movie. Like that's the only Helen Keller anyone ever knows. Um, but she was actually like a pretty staunch advocate for a lot of different things. Um, and she like. And the way that apparently the way the movie portrays like what she was, how she was before, uh, and I don't remember the teacher's name. What's the teacher's name? Do you remember in Helen Keller? Anyway, no. her teacher Anne something um, came and like taught her hand signs. Um, they like portrayed her as like this wild creature. Anne Sullivan. Anne Sullivan, yeah. Um, portrayed her as this like wild creature, but she had like she had signs and had like ways of communicating with her family already. They just weren't like they weren't as effective, and it wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't like sign language universal, right? Yeah, it was. It, our it group was like not, yeah. it it was like a way to communicate with her family and her um area, and um and so it like it was just a really interesting like history lesson on who Helen Keller actually was, and she did a lot of advocacy, and she has a lot of she wrote a lot of books, um about different things in her life and I think she I think maybe even some like poetry and other things like that and also but she also is like complicated because she also was a eugenicist for a while oh really um like she was a really crazy like uh disabilities advocacy for a while and then she became friends with Alexander Graham Bell who was a eugenicist and kind of went down that road for a while too and then like apparently there's a little bit of um, disagreement on this part, but it does seem like she changed her mind again and like walked away from eugenics at one point, a leader in her life. But yeah, so not like she's a full person, right? Not just this story sure. that we saw in the media, which isn't even accurate and portrays her in like a really like crazy, weird way. Um, but I hadn't really ever known more about her than like the miracle I feel worker. Like it's like a uh, like a project in grade school. Yeah, I mean, you learn about Helen Keller in grade yeah. school, and I remember watching The Miracle Worker. Yeah, and like, and being like, okay, that's Helen Keller, and like that was it. I just know that story of her, 
And she was just, you know, she was an actual person and just so much more than that. Uh, and it was really interesting listening to this author who's also deaf blind, like talk about her relationship to Helen Keller because she actually really hated Helen Keller for a long time. Um, but she started doing a lot of research about her and then kind of became an advocate for her in a way because there was like a conspiracy theory on TikTok that um, it was all fake that Helen Keller wasn't actually deaf blind. And so she was like, no, like, no, she was like, or, you know, like all the things she did, she couldn't do because she was deaf blind. And, you know, and the woman's like, no, you can. Hello, here I am. Like, um, so it was just really interesting. Listen. Um, and, you know, Radiolab does a really good job of like editing and telling stories. And so, uh, yeah, I would recommend it. There's yeah. some language, but other than that, it's good. Good. Uh, so speaking of a grade school, um, character, uh-huh. what would you call those? What, uh, like historical figures? Yeah, historical figures. So we had the kids, um, parent-teacher conferences this last week okay. for trimesters, whatever. Anyway, so we both, Kylie and I both went in, and both of our teachers, the kids are in two different classes, two different teachers. Both of them said, hey, make sure on your way out that you definitely stop by and read what your kids wrote about one specifically or both of them uh, well it was black history month in february okay. so they did um they did histories on on uh famous black people in, yeah. in history and grayson did booker t washington okay and uh it was hilarious yeah um and i did not take a picture of it and i should have because i wish i could have <laughs> quoted because he'd be like uh he, he said something along the lines of um you ever met like a really cool black person like <laughs> I know you might. Some of you might be saying Barack Obama. Not, not quite. Also, <laughs> not don't, quite. Don't forget Booker T. Washington. I know you've never met him, but he did some really cool things. It was so funny to hear mm. him write out this. Uh, and then London did Katherine Johnson, who was a NASA um, uh, scientist yeah, 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 who helped uh-huh. with the Apollo Eleven trip. The Hidden Figures is about her. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she wrote. Her, here's her writing. Right. So, um, uh, I'm going to skip down a little bit. She said, first of all, Katherine Johnson was as smart as a fox. <laughs> she was born on August 28, 1918. In 2015, she was awarded the Medal of Freedom. In 2016, she was awarded the Silver Snoopy Award, uh, a NASA Group Achievement Award. In 2019, awarded the uh, Congre- uh, Congressional Gold Medal. I got this information from the article. She says a bunch of stuff, and then at the very end, last sentence of every single one of her paragraphs is, I got this information from yeah, because her teacher told her she had to cite her That's sources. Totally it. <laughs> Citing my don't forget to cite your sources. Uh-huh. Lastly, Katherine Johnson was a great person. I skipped a bunch, but but sadly died on February twenty fourth from old age. She was one hundred one years old and lived a great life. I got this from the article. <laughs> this is her closing line. This was the best. You ready? Uh-huh. As you can see, Black History Month was as important as money. If Katherine Johnson was not here, we would never be able to get to space safely. I got this from the article <laughs> by Jovi Johnson. <laughs> Such a classic, man. It was uh, freaking brilliant. That's really funny. All right. Uh, <laughs> I will definitely be listening to that. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I like anything that's history like that. Uh, mine has to do uh, with manual transmissions in cars. Have you, okay. uh, you ever had a car, owned a car that had a manual transmission? My dad's truck has a manual transmission, and he tried to teach me for a while, and then I was like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> no, once... Um, I shifted fine. Sorry, if you're listening to this in your car, you're like, God, Brent, warn me a little bit. Jeez. Um, I shifted fine once I was going. It was just like the lower gears. The, it was like from stop to go. It was the where I struggled for sure. 
And I don't like my I've learned uh, throughout my life that my like gross motor skills is like uh, like takes me longer to develop those than like probably some other people. And so that kind of stuff just takes me a little while longer to learn. And my dad is not the person who should be teaching me. Well, so. and it's funny because people who have manual cars uh, to, to learn is that's like you're, you're damaging it. You're, you're ruining it by doing it. But you have to learn it. You have to go through that to be yeah. able to do it. But you're also like if you own it, you're also like, dude, just don't do that. That's awful. Like, I'll put you <laughs> anyways, my first car was manual transition. Okay. And uh, then my second car wasn't. And then I decided, you know what? I, I do miss it. Like, there's a there's a, a nostalgia that comes with it. There's, like, a feeling of control. Um, there's a, uh, uh, I don't know. So then my third car was. Now my fourth car isn't. Mm-hmm. And I am about a year and a half away from getting a new car because London turned 16. This, has oh, been, okay. this is her car. Okay. And so I've, I'm getting that itch again, man. I, oh. I, I think I get it for a while. And then I I'm think like, you want the manual transmission because no one else in your family can drive it. No, Kyla can. Okay, she, I can. She, okay. Yeah, her first car was also a manual. Okay. Um, here's the thing about them. Typically, they're better on gas mileage. That's now, true. that's not as true. Uh, I read an article about it this morning. Mm-hmm. It's not as true as it used to be, but they still do get very good gas mileage. In terms of repair, there's a lot less functioning stuff. that it, uh, uh, Replacing a manual uh, clutch is a lot cheaper than replacing an entire transmission. Mm-hmm. So those are cheaper. Um, uh, and uh, it's, they are less likely to be stolen. Oh, because yeah, because not very many people can drive them. look at it and go, I can't steal that. Yeah. And they leave them. <laughs> now, we don't live in a huge place where cars are getting carjacked a lot. But um, like that's a it's a hilarious thing to think about. And here's what's here's what's funny about it. In the UK, 80 percent of the cars over there, 80 mm-hmm. percent are manual transmission. I know Americans are lazy. Any guesses on what percentage of American oh, cars? Like 20, 30, L- way less. Oh, 10. Less five one percent one only one percent percent of American made cars and that number is oh going... American made cars so... sorry uh well yeah sorry let me see no cars for sale okay cars yeah. for sale the share of uh is is one percent um just eighteen percent of American drivers can drive a stick so yeah. you're in qualified rare air um and that number <laughs> is getting less and less because EV vehicles mm-hmm. do not need uh you know they don't have transmission yeah they don't have transmission yeah. <laughs> so it's not they don't need those so. Um, it's, it's kind of, uh, they're becoming the way of the, uh, of the dodo bird a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. This way. But, um, so, you know, I, I don't know if it's like an appeal, like I, I'm trying to figure out like, is, I know it's a draw for me, but yeah. I'm also concerned about resale value of things. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So like, if you're, if you go with this, then does that limit your market outside or uh, are there other people like me who would be like, no, that's, that's a, I would love a vehicle that has one. So anyways, I yeah. don't know. That is interesting. Uh, so there's a really great New York Times article about it called that just came out recently called "As Stick Shifts, uh, Stick Shifts Fade into Obscurity." If you just type in New York Times and uh, Stick Shifts, you'll find it. Uh, and then I read one on the Wall Street Journal it was kind of similar thing. So it must cool. be a topic that's going on right now. All right, uh, that'll do it for yeah. this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Uh, next week is spring break. You're off. I'm off. We're going to Tahoe with the kids. Yeah, you're doing something fun. I don't know what you're no, doing. No, I'm not. I'm gonna be here, but that's okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> We may or may not have a podcast. We'll see if Lauren wants to, or if we just take yes. a week off. So yeah, you have a quilt show that you're going to. It's no, a week. It's a week long one. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll see how it goes. If nothing else, uh, we will definitely be back uh, for that fun run uh, in a couple of Saturdays, <laughs> and we'll be taking lots of pictures and all the good stuff that's going along with that. Thanks for agreeing to that, Megan, on the spot. (laughs) Just real generous of you. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye.